I'm Clyde, big gun Brian Petrie, giving out the lot. One is mortal, you know it won't miss. Gonna take a shot, dog lock, that's the underdog. Yeah, they in the hunt. Send them home, that's KO or submission. Get somebody done. Slime ball, yeah, that's the parlay. We gonna make it known. Big yeah. Hopefully, you're seeing a little new setup. I lowered the camera yet a little bit. It was a little higher. Um, it was a little higher uh, up. It was above my monitor. I kind of shift my monitor over. Rocking with the uh, with the laptop here. Got you know. I'm looking two different directions, but hopefully, you get to see a little bit more of the room, a little bit more of the stuff. You know, a little bit more of me. This just fucking dieseled out, dude. Uh, what's up with the what's up? Welcome to the Pick'em Show. We got some fights to pick this weekend, baby. We got some fights to pick this weekend. And before we do that, yes, we got to touch on a few things. I know there's some, uh, crabbers out there who don't like when I, when I, hold on, hold on. I'm okay. I just fucked up. All right. Hang on. Hang on now. Uh, let's go to edit, undo typing. Yes. Let's, let's undo it again. This should be edited out. I need to, uh. Go to command. There it is. Need to learn the shortcuts. Anyway, um, the guy commented, oh, three minutes in, no fights. Predict it. Well, we're about 30 seconds in. Thomas Peterson versus Jamal Pokes. First Friday night, I'm going Peterson. I'll break it down in a minute. Boom, in your face, bitch. Um, no, we got some things. Listen, new camera angle. Trying some new things here. Uh, again, to see, see what we got. Had a little bit of... Tech difficulties. I think I gotta get a new hard drive. I'm having hard drive problems. I got an external hard drive. There's plenty of room on it. it says it's not enough room. We're, we're, you know, OBS is fucking me. What are we doing? What are we doing here? I feel like mid recording, this motherfucker's gonna cut out, and I'm gonna lose my shit. Anyway, um, welcome, welcome, welcome. Listen, couple things off the top here. New camera angle, and your boy. You know, I'm set up. Right, I'm set up. I got the mic arm I want. I've tried every mic in the business. I got it. Got a beautiful Rodecaster Pro 2 over here. Got a good camera. Got lights. Got everything, you know. But um, I have a good relationship with Sweetwater. Shout out Sweetwater. They're not a sponsor. They should be a sponsor, but they're not. Um, I have a good relationship with them, and I have a personal... Any, anybody does. It's not like I'm a big deal, but when you, when you buy stuff there, you have a personalized guy who helps you out find stuff whatever and, and they've been hitting me up for like a couple months because i haven't bought anything in like almost two years i'm set up we're good boy don't need to spend any more money um in the rocaster pro 2 again getting a little technical terms here uh there's a point to this a very good product the first one broke my brain changed everything podcasting the second one's pretty good but other companies are starting to come out with their own products and my personal shopper at sale uh, sweetwater mike Hit me up and said, blah, blah, blah. I said, listen, I'm pretty good. I got my Shura Sim7B. I got my Broadcaster. I'm good. He goes, well, we got a new product coming in. It's called Mackie. Uh, it's just like the Broadcaster. It's smaller, better amps, better controls. Like, you know, the menus on the Broadcaster can get a little dense. Yada, yada. He's like, just take a look at it. It's not out yet. Take a look at it. So I took a look at it. And, of course, I fell in love with it. The Broadcaster takes a little bit, little bit room on the desk. It's a great product. I love Rode, but I fell in love with the Mackie, right? So the guy hits him and goes, what can we do, right, to, to you know, is there anything I can do? We got 40% off on the website. Do you want to buy anything, blah, blah, blah. I was like, listen, the only thing I'm into is the Mackie. It's not even out yet. It's a pre-order situation. I know there's no wiggle room there. Let me do some more research. Let me watch some more videos. Let me watch, you know, whatever, and learn more about it. 
He goes, he, he sent me an invoice. He goes, here's what we can do. Knock 20 bucks off. I was like, okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah, give me a pre. This was last week. It's like, let me let me think about it. So on Tuesday of this week, I hadn't responded to him. I didn't email him back. I literally have been doing research on the product. And he fucking emails me back. And I'm not a, I, I'm not a good negotiator, right? I'm terrible. I wish I was good. I uh, every time I go get a car, I think I'm gonna wheel and deal. I don't. I've been scammed out of 10 bucks for buying a blank CD from some guy on the Vegas Boulevard, right? I am not a good businessman. I am definitely not a good haggler. But my silence for the week, I guess the guy thought I was playing hardball, right? I'm looking, I'm researching, I'm looking how much I can get for this when I sell this, all these factors in. And homeboy hit me up a week later after he sent me the original invoice and said, hey, uh, I can, here's my final price. I talked to my manager. Here's my final price. hundred bucks off hundred bucks. He thought I slow rolled him. He thought I slow rolled him. I got hundred bucks off. I was like, yeah, you got me. I bought it uh, again. doesn't come out till I think next week, or the week after going to be selling this. That's the point I want to make. I, I will put this on eBay, um, but I want to give the beautiful listeners out there. This is an amazing piece of equipment. If you want a podcast, you're trying to podcast. This thing makes everything so much easier. Um, it's about $600 retail. I will not charge you $600. It's a mint condition. We got original boxes, original uh, cables. Um, it, it, it's a delight. It's it, it's it's incredible. If you're running uh, a USB audio interface, like a Scarlett Focusrite or whatever, this is a game changer. You got all the sound pads on here. You can adjust everything. It's amazing. Um, the only reason I'm selling is I get a little bored. There's a few things that I don't love and it's only a personal thing. This machine's amazing. I'll hook you up with a deal. So if you're interested in it, let me know. Cause I will put on eBay in a few weeks. Um, but, uh, or, or whenever I get the Mackie and if I like the Mackie, but I will be willing to sell it to almost 1600 of you that are subscribed to YouTube channel. I love you. I'll get you a great deal. I'll ship it to you for free. Speaking of shipping to it for free, I got, I, yeah, Tatum Temple's a G. She does a lot for me with the keeping tracks of the bets. Those gloves I put up a couple weeks ago, yeah, she wanted them, which is, you know, yeah, they're yours, Tatum. You, you deserve it. Uh, haven't shipped them out yet. They're sitting in a box waiting for a label. I'm a fucking bum. And then my guy, Christian Costello, the Costellos, Christian and Molly, they are hammering away at the MMA gym, just getting better, bettering their lives. And I have two pair of gloves that would be perfect for them. And I don't have a box for them to ship those out. So I got to get these shipped out. I got to get on top of it. I'm shaming myself. I'm also apologizing to Tatum and the Costellos. I'm a bum. But here, here, here's the real thing. Here's, what, here, here's the funny situation. And after this, we'll get to the fights, I promise. My wife, the, the gym, or excuse me, the garage is my sanctuary. It's, it's, it's also where I box. It's my gym. It's whatever. I love the garage. I keep a tight garage. For the past few months, the garage has not been so tight because I haven't been working out in it. Um, I am back in the gym now, but or garage now. But anyway, uh, boxes everywhere. Bo- after Christmas, after every cardboard boxes, old ass clothes going to a consignment shop. And if they don't take them, then they're going to Goodwill. We got all these different piles. My wife has like 14 different desktops because she can't find the right desk for herself. They're all in there. I got it all organized, but the, the, the cardboard boxes are becoming a fucking issue. Now, I know there's a thing. You spray them down, and you, you smash them up, and you put them in. 
that didn't really work for me as much as I wanted. Our our trash people are very particular how they take their trash. When I first moved in here, I cut up a bunch of boxes. I duct taped it nice and neat. It made a nice little flat roll, leaned it against my trash can, and they threw it back in my fucking yard. They don't take anything unless it's in the can. So we can't fill up so much can because me and my fathead children make a lot of mess. So we got, you know, we got double cans every fucking week for the trash. So I'm like, I got to do something about this. Boom. Burn barrel, bitch. Got a metal little trash can barrel. Burning the cardboard up right in the front yard, right in the driveway. Kids loved it. I love it. It was therapeutic. I'm watching it. Just fucking burn. I'm watching all the car. I'm cutting the cardboard up with fucking wood. Well, I got gloves on. I'm cutting them up with box cutters and throwing them in there and just watching them fucking burn. Problem is, garage looks gorgeous. There's not a cardboard to be found, but I don't have a box to send my guys. I'm in the UPS biz. I know much how much they charge for fucking boxes, but I got to bite the bullets. I promise I sent it to them. They're good people. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that, that's, what's going to happen. So I apologize for that. And let's get to the fight. Huh? Enough of me jibber jabbing. Shout out Coke. I'm off the do still Coca-Cola. Sponsor the pot. I know you will. Uh, first night night, Thomas Peterson, minus 166. Let's see if that has stayed true. Yep. Minus 166 versus Jamal Pogues plus 140. Man, Jamal Pogues, right? This guy came in. And he looks so athletic in, in, in his debut. And then he comes in. Uh, this, this is, here we go. Finally starting to work. Uh, sorry, I'm just I'm not super familiar with Jamal Pogues' record. I have tapes on him. So he looks very good against Josh Preezy. He takes Josh Preezy down, what, like 11 times? Outworks him. Comes in against Mick Parkin looking fat as shit. Thomas Peterson, 8-1, and one, come for the contender series. Big submission guy, likes the ground and pound people. I believe all his finishes or all his wins are by finish, at least seven or eight of them. Still a little young in the tooth with the eight and one. People do seem to like this kid. He's a good wrestler. Jamal Pogues is extremely athletic. But if he comes in fat, he comes in tub of loves. I got to wait till the weigh-ins. I'm going to pick Peterson. But I don't know Peterson by sub. I don't know anything. Jamal, uh, what, the finish yet. In my head, I don't know anything. I know Peterson's going to win. Minus 166, middle, middling heavyweights. Jamal Pogues doesn't scare me on the feet. You know, he mixes things in well, but that doesn't scare me. Um, I like uh, I, I like Thomas Peterson here. I like him to get on top. And I don't know if he's going to get a finish, but I think he's going to get a win. Dub them up. Tommy Peterson, minus 166. I'll take it. Uh, what is him by sub? I love doing this a little late in the, later in the week. See, now the computer's over here, so I'm looking over here. I'm trying to make eye contact with you. You know what I mean? We got a whole new setup here, baby, okay? You know, it's just, if you're just audio only, subscribe to the YouTube. And, and, and this won't let me click on this. Okay, so here we go, finally. Okay, no props up of a Peterson and Pogues yet uh, as far as uh, submissions or anything goes. Yep. All right, next up, we got Marquel Madero's. Versus Landon Quinones. Plus 110 for Landon. Minus 130 for Marquel. Marquel coming off the Contender Series. Uh, Landon coming off the Ultimate Fighter. Day. He made his debut short notice against Nassar Haparaz. Looked okay. Got knocked around a little bit, but showed good cardio. Showed some good heart. You know, Naparaz has been around forever. Landon came off the couch and, and fought a really tough guy at 155 for his UFC debut. Uh, I don't hate that. Markel is a front runner. This is a dude who hasn't seen much adversity in his MMA career, right? You know, he's eight and one, uh, marches forward, big power, likes to get you out of there. You know, he throws off kiltered and uh, off timing shots. 
He'll kind of touch you and then he'll dig with one. Kind of touch you and dig with one. I kind of like the up-tempo, off-tempo stuff that he does. That's pretty good. But Kionis, I think, has a little bit better of a wrestling advantage here. I think he's confident. I think he's training with some good people. And you're giving me plus money. I'm going to take the plus money. This is a very, very tough card to pick, by the way. I predict a lot of people will disagree with a lot of what I'm saying right now. But I like Landon Kionis. I had him at plus 114. He is at plus 110 currently. Um, give me Landon by decision. I don't, I think he's tough enough and durable enough to weather some shots from, from Markel. I think he has enough volume to put Markel on his back foot to open up the wrestling. I think this could be a grimy fight. Markel's going to have to show me something here that he hasn't shown me on tape yet because Landon can get that dog. You know what I mean? Landon can get that dog in him at, at times and we need the dog to get the victory here, but I'm going Landon Quinones. Um, and I say that name so elegantly and so beautiful. So give me Lando. Next up, you got Ju uh, Julia. I don't know how to pronounce her first name. Story Lanko versus Luana Carolina. Plus 114 for Carolina. And we're looking at minus 135 for Story Lanko. So if you're any coach of a female fight in Story Lanko, you go, this fight's not hitting the fucking ground. I don't want you on top. Oh, you're a wrestler, and that's how you win fights as smaller people? Cute. We're not getting, <clears throat> excuse me, we're not getting on top of her. Her arm bar, every one knows is coming, and she still gets people. Don't get on top, Carolina. Carolina does like to mix in some takedowns. Don't do it. Sterlenko's been knocked out before. You stay out on your feet. You piece her up with your long-ass limbs. Carolina is long, and you knock Sterlenko out. You don't let her pull guard. You don't get on top. You don't do any of that. Oh, I'm safe here. I'm on top. She's in butterfly guard. Let me elbow her. Wait, arm taking snap. No, we're not doing that. Uh, Storylanko by submission is always a fun play. She gets them. Uh, I like Carolina by knockout. It's not available on DraftKings as of right now, but I like Carolina by knockout. That's my pick as well, obviously. Um, but yeah, I think Storylanko. I mean, what are we doing here? Molly McCann fell for it for the last time. UFC was giving you a layup, Molly. Now you're dropping the 15. You're on this card, 115, excuse me. But they were giving you a layup, and you got armbarred. You know, uh, you know. hopefully that really reset her mind because she's fighting Balbita later in this card. We'll get to that. All right, next up, Blake Builder, minus 124. Uh, is this still minus 120? Or excuse me, <clears throat> Blake Builder, plus 124. It's not plus 120 versus Jung Young Lee, minus 142. Jung Young Lee, believe he won the road to the UFC, right? Um, he's looked pretty good. He's a good striker. His takedown defense isn't great. He does have some submissions off his back. He's aggressive, but his striking is very good. And Builder just laid a fucking egg against Kyle. Uh, was it Kyle Nelson in, in that fight, which I thought I loaded up on Builder. He might have been my mortal lock. He probably was definitely in the slime ball and laid a fucking egg, right? Laid the biggest fucking egg I've ever seen. Jung Young Lee, and, and Builder's a grinder. Builder is, is a guy that's an up-and-comer. He laid an egg, but he, that doesn't mean he's going to lay an egg here. The plus money is tempting. Jung Young Lee, I think, is potentially one-dimensional. He has some good submissions off his back, but if you defend those, then he has nothing, and I don't know how well he can work up off his back. His takedown defense isn't great. His hands are fantastic. He's very fast. He's aggressive. I like Jung Young Lee in this spot here. Uh, minus 142 is something I will play. This isn't a parlay piece. You ain't seen me reach for the button. I like Jung Young Lee straight. I like him possibly by knockout. Builder is a durable guy. I don't know why a lot. None of these have props, just the over-under set on him. So 
I mean, it's Thursday morning. What are we doing, jockeying like go, man? We need to get some of these early props up, dude. You know? All right, next up, we got Themba uh, Garimbo versus Pete Rodriguez. Garimbo is minus 268, 258, if that's what it says. I can't see anything going to the eye doctor next week. Don't worry. Uh, Pete Rodriguez plus 210. So Pete Rodriguez. Uh, listen, he debuted against Jack, uh, Jack Della, three named Jack got smoked out of his ass and then smoked Mike Jackson out of his ass. I'm never going to get on this mic and say, I can beat up fighters. Just, I'm just not going to do it. UFC fighters. I'm not going to do it. I'm not that guy. Right. Yeah. I got a little bit of training. Yeah. I'm a big boy. Yeah. This and that. But I promise you that if I fought my, and, and again, this is, I outweigh Mike Jackson by hundred pounds, but I fuck Michael Jack Mike Jackson up, right? There's only one Michael Jackson in my life. And Pete Rodriguez is one in the UFC and he fucked Michael Jackson up. Great. Thimba Garimbo, this guy's pretty decent in the UFC. He's got a great story. You know, the rock bottom of house, which is dope and inspirational. And he and he's training his ass off. He's got some good people around him. He's only getting better. He's taking his time while he fights through. He's not rushing back. 250, 258, whatever you got him. I love it. I love it so much. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Locking them up, babe. That's the new moral lock right there. Moral lock. Then Magrimbo. And a little spoiler. He is not in, in the slime ball parlay. The first time ever, I think a moral lock is not in there. I like the slime ball parlay the way it is. This is a single wager. I like him probably by some kind of finish. Let's see if those lines are out. The over-under is set at one and a half. So I gotta imagine, and and then they're doing the point spread here. I mean, this 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 DraftKings website is just not working great on this on this this whole fucking system here. It's just shit in the bed. Here we go. Uh, Thunberg Garimbo to win by knockout plus four fifty by submission plus one ten. So they're looking for submission. I can see submission. I can see TKO. Uh, do we got a double chance here? What's that motherfucking double chance, huh? What what do we got by double chance? All right. So, Thimba Grimmel to win by KO or submission minus 150. I like the plus number better. Pick one. Pick one. I don't know what I'm going to pick yet, you know, because I think, you know, Vegas thinks it's submission at minus 110, which it very well could be. But I also can see him taking Pete down, taking his back, and just, yeah, 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 yeah. Random blows. They stop the fight. That's a knockout. <sighs> Tough decision. Got to think about that one. Give me Grimbo. You better more lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. And that's fucking locked up, baby. That's locked up. All right, next up, Charles Johnson, plus 170 versus Azcat. As it? It's not Azcat. There's no C here, Brian. Here we go. What would John Anik say? What would John Anik say? What would John Anik do? Azat? That's fucking probably it. Maxim. Azat Maxim. Boom. First Charles Johnson. Maxim minus 205. He's climbed up to 225. Charles Johnson plus 185. I got these lines yesterday, so they're moving, obviously, as, as we get close to the fight night. Here's what I'm going to tell you guys, okay? Here's what it is. Here it is, okay? I will not fall for the Charles Johnson trap. This guy has good enough offensive wrestling. I think he can win some fights. He has funky enough striking. He can win some fights. He's got good enough cardio. Hey, he can pull this fight out. He seems to always be a plus money guy, and I always ride him, and no matter what his record is, I feel like I fucking lose all the time. You know what I mean? Maskum fought uh, Tyson. What was it? Fuck. Mm. What's his name? I almost said Tyson Kidd. Is it Tyson Kidd? What's his name? Dude, I had this. I had this, Brian. 
I just watched this fight. The most recent fight. Tyson Nam. God, I almost said Tyson. Who's Tyson Kidd? I don't know. Anyway, Maxim fought. I already fucking forgot his name. Tyson Nam. His debut. Tyson Nam. Tough to take down. He took him down when he needed to. Tough to knock out. And, and, and a big heavy hitter. One by split decision. Faded big time in that fight. Faded a lot in that fight, which I think he's going to learn from. He's undefeated. He does have good grappling. His striking is pretty good, too. Charles Johnson, again, you're looking at a plus number, plus 25. I ain't going to fucking do it. I'm not chasing plus money. I'm not doing it. Give me Maxim here, probably by decision, right? Charles Johnson is a sturdy, uh, tough dude. Don't see a finish happen, but I ain't chasing the plus money. I ain't doing it again. I won't. I ain't going to happen. But uh, give me uh, Maxim. And, uh, yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm not chasing the money. Fuck you. Fuck you, plus money. How about that? Yeah, not doing it. Minus 205, minus 225, whatever he is, I'll take it. Next up, Molly McCann versus Diana Belbitsa. Um, The rest of these fights we picked on the Anakin Florian. I always have to say that so I can tell you that, you know, my if my opinions change or not, they haven't. And also, I'm trying not to repeat myself because, you know, obviously that's a much bigger show. So you've already seen me on that, and I put my stuff out later in the week. However, Molly McCann, 115 rematch. 115 debut rematch with Diana Belbitsa. Um, I'm not super comfortable with the, with this number of Molly McCann. I see a lot of people putting her in the, the parlay fodder, minus 258, plus 210 for, uh, or excuse me, she's come down a little bit. So Balbita's getting a little bit of love here. Balbita, I love saying her name because I say it's so fucking good. Um, she can turn up the volume when she needs to. You know, not a big power puncher, not a great wrestler, but she can hit you, right? Molly McCann's very hittable. Molly McCann's boxing is very good. She looks at me in phenomenal shape, cutting down to 115. I like that. I usually don't like women cutting weight or not, excuse me, not women. I'm sexist. What am I doing? Don't, I usually don't like fighters cutting weight. However, I think Molly McCann was maybe a little too sized out for 125. I think 115, if she can make it comfortably without killing herself, I think it's the right weight class. Physically, she looks phenomenal. Um, Molly can get aggressive and it does have power, right? And I think her power at 125 is going to carry to 120 or 115. Um, you know, usually you're worried about power carrying up. I think it's going to carry down. No problem. Bobita, again, is a tough girl, um, and, and she can put volume on him, and by the time you know it, you're down on the significant strikes. It's third round. Who the fuck knows wins? Um, that's kind of how I see this fight going. I, I love the over here, which is going to be a crazy number, over 2.5, minus 270. Um, you can maybe touch Molly by KO because Molly does have those spinning elbows and that funky shit where she can knock you out. Don't see that happening here. Uh, I like Molly McCann. Uh, no slime ball, no lock, no nothing. But I like Molly McCann. I'm not overly confident. I see a lot of people loving this up. They're loving it up on social media. I don't love it. Right? I'm pumping the fucking brakes. I'm playing Molly McCann, though. I'm playing Molly McCann. All right, next up, we got Gilbert Urbina. Uh, minus 225 versus Chuck Buffalo, baby. Charlie Racky. Uh, Urbina minus 205. Chuck Buffalo plus 170. So the line has come down a little bit. Is that because I picked Chuck Buffalo on the Anakin Florian? Am I moving lines? No, I'm not. I'm not moving lines. I, I I haven't placed a bet yet. Maybe other people have followed me and placed massive bets. I doubt it. I don't have that sway in the industry. I'm not that egotistical where I think I do have that kind of pull, right? What I do have, though, is... Oh, man! Look at this fucking guy, huh? You seen something so beautiful in your life? You seen something so goddamn beautiful to smash up? Green Hammer play... I love this fight. This fight's going to be a fucking dog fight, right? Urbina, Ohio born, Arizona or Texas raised. I think Texas from a fighting family. He's six, 
eight for this division. Not really. He's very tall for this division. Still a little green. Good submissions. Can keep his distance pretty well. Racky. History losses are against studs. He looked pretty good in his debut. One as an underdog. I like him here. So I'm. Hello? Okay, this is dog. Okay, there's a dog. I'm dog locking him up. Charlie Racky, Chuck Buffalo. That's locked up. What I also have is this big fucking green hammer, right? This big old green fucking hammer. What, what do I got this for? Over two and a half plus 124. That's the fucking green hammer. Over two and a half plus 124. Another plus money green hammer. We're one and one on the year so far. Wish we were two and oh, but we're not. This is going to take us to two and one. I think both guys are durable. I think it's going to go into the third round. I think it's going to be a decision win. I think Chuck Buffalo is just going to grind them out here. Let's go. Let's go. Green Hammer. And if it wins, I'm smashing something. Right? I'm fucking smashing something. Beautiful. Oh, I didn't even, I didn't even bring this up at the top of the show. That's how bad I am. So I was on Twitter. Uh, put a poll on Twitter. Should I do, for moving forward, should I do the show from main event to the bottom or bottom top? I, I do bottom top is what I normally do. I know other podcasts, dog or pass, they go top bottom. The reason I don't go top bottom is my initial thought was the minute someone sees my main event pick, they're going to turn off. You know what I mean? They're going to just, just turn me off. Oh, well, we got the main event. Fuck this guy. I feel like I got some loyal, almost 1,600 loyal viewers and listeners that they wouldn't do that. So I hit a poll up on Twitter's and got 128 votes. There's still six hours left, but it looks like it's pretty unanimous bottom to top. So we're going to keep going bottom to top. Um, yeah, 11% went top to bottom. Uh, I just, again, I want to make the show as, as appealing and as pleasing to you. And, and you know, I, I'm here to serve you guys. I'm here to serve you. All right, Chuck Buffalo's going to win that fight, though. All right, next up, you got this name is 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 fucking John Annick said this so smooth and so did Kenny. And I stumbled through it. Alash kebab. Oh, fuck. See, not kebab, Brian. Alash kebab. Kizriev. I think I got the last name. Kizriev. I'm just going to go Kizriev versus Mahmud Muradov. Mahmud. You know, listen. The guy showed his asshole, dick hole, to get some, some money back in the day. That's great, right? If, you, if you're into that, go see that, right? A guy I went to high school with um, who... Was a year older than me, very good football player, always was known to have a real big dick. Got a lot of chicks in high school. We were friendly. Um, he's a little bit of a weird guy, if I'm being honest with you, so I never really fully got along with him. It just broke this week, or last week, excuse me, that he has an OnlyFans. And not only does he have an OnlyFans, he's banging the girl who lived on my street that I grew up with, who I was friends with. You know, her and I had no sexual chemistry. She was more like my sister. Um, her family had some issues, so she would always come to my house and hang out. Great, great swimmer. Could have been, you know, fell into some drugs. She's banging him in OnlyFans now. And not only that, the guy's sucking dick and getting a sick dick sucked by guys. So I found that out. So listen, Mahmoud, you're not if you want some money, Bob, do it. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not gonna judge you. Um, it's very weird seeing a guy that you know, and again, you're not super close friends with, but you have hung out, you have shared drinks together. You know all the same people. Like a lot of his content, just him jerking his dick, and then all of a sudden you'll pop. A dude will pop in sucking his dick, and it's just like what the f- what the. F-? It's a mind fuck. And then seeing a girl who, kind of your whole life was protective of, of like a little sister or we're the same age, but you know little sister type thing. 
she's covered in tattoos now, just getting blasted by him and another dude. Right? Oh yeah, there's there's other guys that are coming over banging her too. It is it was a mind fuck, right? So Mahmoud, you know, I'm not in the same boat as you. But, you know, you're not so much different than some of the people I know. With that being said, give me Kizriev. Kizriev is an undersized guy here. Minus 185. Did I even give the lines? I think I went right into fucking, I went right into goddamn bowling fans talk. Minus 148 for Kizriev. Plus 124 for Mahmoud. I had him at minus 185 the other day. Plus 154 uh, as a Monday. So the lines are a moving, which I love because I like Kizriev in the spot. He's undersized. Little chubby, but he's very, very technical. And if you get your back, it's Dunzo. See ya. Uh, Mahmoud has hit a little bit of a, um, <clears throat> a lull here. He hit 13 takedowns over Brian Barbarina. That's cute. You're not going to do that here. You're, over, you're an oversized 185er who took down a 170 in Barbarina 13 times. Cool. Couldn't finish him. You're not going to finish Kizriev here unless you land something hot in the first round. Very possibility. I like Kizriev. Uh, what's Kizriev by submission, I wonder? Plus 300. Add it to my card. Yes, go. Uh, Kizriev by submission is, is is the play here. And also, slime forever, bitch. Slime forever. We hit it twice. All right, next up. Viviani Aujo. Viviani Aujo. Versus, uh, where we at? Natalia Silva. Silva minus 345. She's went up a little bit in Arujo plus 275. Now, this is going to be parlay fodder for a lot of people. I like Silva in this spot. I think she's better everywhere. I want to see her take down the fence. I want to see her work to her feet. I want to see what she's got off her back because Arujo is definitely coming for some takedowns. She's got power in her hands, but she's hunting for takedowns. I feel it in my bones. I know that's what's going to happen. Um, so give me uh, give me the tie Silva. Minus 340. That could be a parlay piece. I know chicks parlay. Throw her with Molly McCann. But I don't really love Molly McCann. Maybe throw her in Luana, Luana Carolina. I don't know. Um, uh, but you got to play Silva some way here. Silva by decision. Uh, you know, I know she's been knocking some people out. But Silva by decision, I think, is minus 150. <sighs> I mean, it's better than plus 340. Or, excuse me, minus 340. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Maybe mix that in with something. You know, get creative. I don't love the spot on, you know, again. Are talking like you know chicks and i'm the one who knows chicks i mean i'm the one that knows chicks i mean without without question there's there's no doubt about me knowing chicks um i don't know if i know this these chicks enough to to really lay the wood on either of them i'm picking silva we're moving on randy brown minus 245 has this gone up at all because man randy brown minus 270 it has uh muslim solid call plus 225 muslims almost 40 how many more swinging kick? Oh God, I just kicked my trash can. How many swinging kicks does he have before the hip just goes right? He's got about one round in him. He's got to knock Randy Brown out in round one. Uh, Randy Brown has had some chin issues in his career. He goes out there, he likes to style on people. He keeps his distance, you know. Bah, 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 picks his spots, but Muslim Sokolov knockout round one plus nine hundred. If you're feeling froggy. You know what I mean? You want to throw a couple shekels, a couple five bucks, 10 bucks, 15 bucks on Solikov knockout round one. I don't hate you. I like Randy Brown in this spot, though. I'm picking Randy Brown. He's also a slime ball candidate. Um, I don't see him losing this fight. I think, you know, once he gets out of the first round, he's only going to get more comfortable. He can take the fight to the ground if he wants to. He can stand up if he wants to. He's the much longer fighter. He uses his reins very, very well. Um, he's not a potent finisher, but man, I would love to see Randy go out there and finish a guy like Muslim who does fade, who is in the twilight of his career at this point. 
Um, and I would love to see Randy Brown get like maybe a Darsh rear naked choke in the second or third round. Uh, what's Randy Brown by by uh, by submission? I should have clicked on that too. Randy by by submission plus four hundred. Okay, so there's some room to play here. There's some room to play. He's a slime ball candidate, um, and I like him over Muslim here. His numbers going up a little bit, so get him while you can. Uh, but yeah, I like Muslim. All right, next up, Money Moicano. We're not the more kind of minus one forty eight versus Drew Dober plus one twenty four. Um, and uh, let's see, plus one fifty four, minus one eighty five. Okay, so the line's moving in the favor of Money Moicano. You know, listen, I like Renato Moicano. Problem is, is, a lot of his losses are by knockout, and he's fighting the guy at one hundred fifty five pounds who has the most knockouts. So, how do you not play Drew Dober by knockout? Which, which I did play in the Anika Floyd, which is a good reminder to go chase that number for myself to send to John. I put $100 on by knockout. Knockout plus 225. Let go. So I'm picking Drew Dober. He's my send him home, baby. Send him home. Yep. Get him out of there. Drew Dober, my knockout plus 225. Add it to my card. Drew Dober plus, uh, where's he at now? 154. Add it to my card. Um, yeah, listen, Wakano, again, his wrestling isn't top notch, and Drew Dober does have some decent takedown defense. He only gets taken down by elite guys. He went three rounds with before getting caught against um, Makachev. Wakano is devastating when he gets your back. Drew Dober, if he gets taken down, he plays the guard a little bit, works his way to the wall, double hand, push the head, gets up. You don't want to expose your back too much in that situation. He's not a guy that hips out, jumps up. Exposes his back. That's not how he gets up. He takes his time and he gets up because he knows he only needs one. Yes, I could drop this round by a takedown. I'm going to try to work up, but all I need is one. And Wakanto is, uh, Wakanto, Money Wakanto has been more durable at 155. He debuted against Fiziev and got absolutely slept. But besides that, he's been pretty durable. He got knocked around by Rafael Santos, got dropped a bunch of times, didn't give up, didn't quit, took the fight on short notice, has looked good since there. Once the big fights, calls everyone out on Twitter. This is a big fight. Drew Dober, obviously, I don't know what he's ranked. If he is ranked, doesn't say I'm a sheet, um, but he's a big name. People like Drew Dober. You know, he's got the most knockouts. You know, he's pretty. That's a good, that's a good score to have on your record. And, and money's coming in on Money Morcano. I don't, uh, I can't argue with that. I just like the Drew Dober side here. Um, and I like him by knockout. So give me Dober. We're going to send him home. We're going to get him knocked out. Kenny was on Morcano. He threw him in a parlay as well. Uh, Kenny's parlay, by the way, if you want to run that, it's Brown, Kiziev, and Moicano. Um, and we can see what that comes out of. I don't have it written down right here. So he went Brown, Moicano, Kiziev. You're looking at plus 251 for old Kenny Florian's parlay. Uh, that's the only wager he did. He put 500 bucks on it. Listen, that's a solid parlay. Kenny Florian isn't like the biggest gambler in the world, but he could be the fucking parlay king. That's a good parlay. All right, main event. You got Roman Delice, plus 140, versus Iman Imanov. Uh, Imanov. Imanov. What did I say? This was pronunciation of the week. So minus 170 for Imanov and plus 142 for Delice. Tatum Temple and I already have a bet on this. She's all over Delice and the dog. I'm all over Imanov. I just think he's cleaner. I think Delice has more ways to win. He's very crafty on the ground. He's strong. If he gets you there, he goes for stuff. He's good off his back. He's good on top, which is very weird for a guy his size. But um, 
I think Imanov has has wrestled long enough know now to stop those takedowns, and he's called a sniper for a reason. The lead say throws wild hooks, big big shots, big big power, but you leave yourself open to the cleaner striker. Also, five rounds throwing those big loopy shots, your arm starts getting tired. Both these guys have cardio issues in the past. Um, I mean, Imanov lost to Phil Hawes because of the cardio issue. Sean Strickland, he showed down. He barely battled back in that fight, but he's learned that stuff. He's, well, I mean, Phil Hawes wasn't the five-round fight, but he's learned that. I think he's cleaning it up here. Uh, I asked my guy, Chris Curtis, who trained with Delice, who fought Imanov, uh, Amanov, excuse me. I don't know how to say it. God damn it, Brian. Anyway, um, I asked him who wins because this, this, this puzzled me. He said, Delice is very good, very strong, but technically... Imanov is better and he surprised Chris his strength he took Chris three times three down three times the only guy to ever do it and he surprised Chris in there Chris couldn't find a range he's tricky moves well um he's kind of got a karate boxing kickboxing style it's unique and Delice is a bull in a china shop he'll go first but I feel like he's gonna run into something uh what's Imanov by knockout I don't know if I'm gonna add this to my card I mean they're curious here Amanov by knockout plus two twenty five, so not great. Submission for Delite plus five fifty, that's not bad either. For uh, if you're if you're confident in old Roman Delite, but I like Amanov. Slimed him up there. Woo! That's it. That's the show. Uh, we'll recap the locks here. So we got send him home, Drew Dober plus two twenty five by knockout. Pretty fucking sexy. Uh, dog of the uh, dog in the night. Dog lock, baby. Hello. Okay, this is dog. Okay, this is dog. Charlie Rocky, Chuck Buck, Flow. Uh, that's also the Green Hammer, uh, over two and a half at plus 124. And then my motor lock is the Rimba Garimbo, who is not in the sign ball parlay, even though maybe I'll sprinkle him in with the Ala mode. You know, throw a little ice cream on top of the parlay. All right, so sign ball parlay. The, it's going to be different numbers here. So I'm going to have to punch this in while I give you the most up-to-date numbers. Slime ball parlay is going to be Kizriev, which a lot of people seem to disagree with because the line is moving. Red boy, red boy, Randy bro. And then uh, we're going Imanov. Plus 261. I had plus 262 the other day, so it's gone down a fucking half a penny. Motherfucker. But that is the slime ball parlay. Recap. Kizriev, Randy Brown, Imanov, slime ball parlay. I gave you the Kenny Florian parlay, which is pays a little less, but not much. Plus 225 or plus 251. Excuse me. Don't want to shortchange the flow. Um, that's it. That's the show, but we don't have a blank week until... Motherfucking after UFC 300, right? April fights every week until April 13th. Dick just knocked over the table. Most you feel that? You feel the fucking guy? Damn, they almost broke my dick on the table. That gets me so worked up. I'm so excited. Thank you to every single person that subscribed. Keep subscribing. Share to your friends. All that shit. Love you guys. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's the show. Is that it? Is that all we got? Yeah, motherfucker. That's the show, buddy. That's the show, buddy. Let's go. with our man Brian Petrie. Perfect week for Brian Petrie yet again. Motherfuckers. Let's mix with our man Brian Petrie.